This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi! Good morning, everybody! Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Woohoo! You said it, man. You know it, lady. Friday Eve. I feel like I just said that 10 minutes ago. Yeah. It was actually a week ago. Damn. That was by fast, doesn't it? Did you get your hair done, or is this a different light? Am I seeing you under a different light? Did you get uh, your I hair? I got my hair cut. Colored? Is it colored? No, I did not get it colored. I really? got it cut. Oh, nice. Uh, what are those side swoopy bangs? Yeah, you know, I got curtain bangs, as the kids call them. What are... Ooh, very in fashion. I feel like curtain Thank bangs you. are the hard chop ones, like Zoe Deschanel has. No, huh? they're supposed to, like, split in the middle. Oh. Boy, so I mean, they... you've never seen a woman more uncertain than when it comes to bangs. I mean, every woman no, goes through this phase of, it. yeah. um, it's like, you know what? And But it, there's usually weeks of buildup. You know what? I'm, uh, I'm doing bangs. I think I'm going to do bangs. Should I do these bangs? Showing pictures to your friends. Should I do bangs? Oh my gosh, girl, mama, you should do bangs. <laughs> and then you get them. Now you don't have the regret. Your hair looks great. But you will in like three weeks when you'll just get sick of them for some odd reason. Then I'll cut them myself. And I've seen I'll you think, do that before. Yep. And then I'll be like, oh my gosh, look at my hair up close. If you're thinking, did Donna go to beauty school? I had no idea. She did not. She did not. That is just the school of Chardonnay that is like, you can do this. Not even. Do it now. I usually do it before work. Oh, no. Donna in a morning rush. It's, yeah. It's like the school of caffeine. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> How about the really high bang look? I don't care for that. That's I, very high fashion. You've, I, you've got to have an amazing face to pull that off. And a pretty good forehead. To, to just draw such attention with a little high cut, jagged bang. It's, all, it's, it's like often jaggedy, like a kid would do to a stuffed animal. Like good to Barbie. Like the Barbie right, look, Right, like you know? weird Barbie. Yes. Exactly. Anyway. Interesting. You know, I was talking to my stylist, Jennifer, okay. yesterday. All right. And she's like, I can't do bangs because she has like curly hair, like okay. Taylor Swift curly. If you've ever seen like Taylor Swift's hair in its natural state, it's very curly. And I'm like, you know, if Taylor Swift could pull it off, you can. But Taylor's are always kinky, you know, because she's trying really hard to straighten them. But they always have a at the bottom. Hmm. Like, you could tell she has curly hair. And she yeah. just really wants those bangs, though. Huh. Anyway, Steve, you should try it. Be a good look on you. Yeah. You ever have bangs? Uh, yes, I have cycled through many a bang situation. But you, I do them across the head. Across the head. Uh, where, where, like, 
Like mid forehead or down at the brow? Like blood bangs, like a Zoe Deschanel bang. I've cycled okay. in and out of those. At this point, I think I have retired for oh. now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Breaking news. Here. Yeah, breaking news. I have retired from bangs. But you Why? Know, every five or six years, you get the little, you get the little, <laughs> ir- like, maybe I should do that. You get the yeah. itch. Yeah, you yeah. get the itch. Um, I just, uh, I don't feel like they suit my face at this stage in the game. Okay. The blunt Zoe Deschanel bangs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I um I go through what 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 you all go through with bangs, although you actually do them more often. I go through this with my hair that I want to buzz my hair. I want the hair to be gone. I love the feeling of when I was in high school and college and just would shave my head. And um, but I've had people around me that are like, just don't. Like my kids are like, Dad, don't ever do that. Oh yeah, that's that's some good advice. <laughs> the, the children uh, the, believe the children are our future right there i kind of get it though that feeling of oh it's so good oh just having clean head but what if you have a bad head what if you got a weird head with weird stuff underneath that i have a good head hair you do? i have a good head okay. i have a good head what a good head it's a good head and it's nice and round and uh the, i want to think that when i cut my hair like that i look like Jason Statham. That's how I would like to view myself, but I don't know that that is actually how the world views me. Lou said, you can't shave your head. Like, your hair is your thing. But I said, no, 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 it's not my thing. We jokingly made it a thing on the TV show over time just because it was so high, and so we it started becoming that. I have no, no emotional attachment to the hair. I just need somebody to say, you're not going to be asked to do any camera work for the next four months. And then I would, oh, it'd just be so fun to do it. Oh, my God. Would, you could embrace wig life. Wig life. I <laughs> yeah. love that. I don't, but see, that's the I point. That I don't want you. wig life. <laughs> I want to be in the shower. If you have a shaved head and you stand in a shower, you've never experienced the shower so great. If you have a shaved head and you've laid down on a pillow, you've never experienced the pillow so great. It feels different. Now, I know there are a lot of bald guys out there who are like, yeah, he's overstating it. It ain't that great. But I think it's an enjoyable feeling. You step out in the cold, your head is immediately cold, some steam coming off of your head. Oh, man. man. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy the refreshing nature of a bald head. Yes. And if you have to be on camera, you just pop wig it up. up. You just wig life it. Yeah. Nobody will know. No one ever needs to know, Steve. Do you know how many of us around here are wearing weaves? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I that is something that you 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 find out when you well when, usually when you see it <laughs> usually when you see oh. it yeah so I I can see attachments in people's hair I never would have before Sam Rubin the uh, the entertainment reporter from L A told a story once that I never forgot he was uh, dating somebody and they were making out and his hands go up on her head and he feels then. The attachments. Oh, yeah. like the, It's almost like a rubber band kind of thing. Yeah. Donna, as he tells the story, he said, <laughs> in that moment, I thought, oh, she had a lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> this woman uh, was surgically repaired oh on her cranium. Uh, was attachments. Um, uh, by the way, uh, Mike, yes. the big Zamboni, said, mm-hmm. you're not overstating. It's bliss. It's bliss. See, he is bald and by not by choice. But he's loving it because he knows it is. It's it is a really great feeling. Oh man, 
I wish I could just snap my fingers and grow it back in like a month. You know, that's what would yeah. be fun. Um, by the way, uh, touching on what Holly said during the dirt alert, I was surprised when I saw the headline on CNBC uh, that said Hollywood Studios writers near agreement to end strike. Mm-hmm. Hope to finalize the deal today. The caveat there being, and it's quickly couched with this, if a deal isn't struck today, evidently it's likely to go through the end of the year. So this oh, is a real turning important. point day. These negotiations are the ones that will go positive or they will say, all right, have a great Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year. See you in January. So I'm hoping because if they do it, if they make a deal, there will be some sort of pressure, I think, on the studios to then finalize a deal quicker than expected with, with the, the actors. Other ones. Yep. Because now everybody right now everybody's striking. So there's no pressure on anybody per se. But once somebody makes a deal, then I think the other half is like, okay, why don't you make a deal with them to stop holding this up? We want to start making stuff again. So here's hoping, hoping, hoping. Fingers crossed, Steve. You said it, sister. Thank you. Hey, I have some things that make you go, huh, when we come back. But I also want you to hear an eyewitness account, sort of, of a guy who heard that United States military fighter jet that went down. Yes. There was a guy who was in his bathroom heard it you have to hear it is one of the one of those classic eyewitness accounts that you just you're just hoping for it will live on line probably forever we'll let you hear that when we come back it's donna and steve on my talk hey friends what's up stevie boy for my buddies at the canopy group they're busy saving people money this fall and they will be this winter and then in the spring. I see they do it all year round. Why? Well, they just have a really simple formula. They do all of the heavy lifting for you and you save money. Listen, be honest with yourself. You've heard me talk about them before. Are you one of the 80% of Minnesotans who deal with one agent who represents one company and gives you one quote? And by the way, have you looked at your premiums recently? My guess is they're not just magically going down. Uh, There are some insurance companies who have been overexposed here in Minnesota, and during recent years, storms have come through, hail damage, etc. Even if it hasn't impacted you, you haven't made a claim, your rates may have still gone up because that company is overexposed. They're paying out on these claims, so what do they do? Turn up everybody's premiums. The Canopy Group is different. They have 16 different companies, which means some of their companies have not been overexposed to big weather events. They haven't been paying out claims, and they can pass savings on to you, and they'll check your account year after year to make sure you keep saving. TheCanopyGroup.com. Hello. Welcome back to the show. The Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with producer Holly Roberts for Hour One. Yeah, we got some rando fun facts. If I can find the thing that I'm supposed to press. As long as the strike lasts, Donna, this segment is going to be more and more frequent. It was once canceled. Yeah, yeah. Then it was brought back after an audience petition. Yep, Change.org, the whole thing. We met the 100,000 signature minimum, I think. Well. And uh, and then we brought things that make you go huh, back. And now it's been e- easing back into higher and higher rotation because of the strike. And frankly, there there's not a ton of great entertainment news out okay, there. Okay, but I, I mean, I don't know if Rocco's striking. You know, he comes up with these introductory uh, segment pieces. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> Holly has it. Do I? Don't you? All right, I'm going to find it because Steve Just is going to be a it, big then, Donna. No, I, yes. oh, no, oh, no, I'm going to find wait. it. Here it, it goes. Here it comes. 
I'm looking yeah. on Rocco's board. Oh, okay. not, here uh, it comes. I'm getting excited. Uh, here we go. We are professionals. Man, blow the dust off that. <laughs> I'm actually going to start with things that don't make you go, huh? Oh, why did I do that? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted you to. But we, I'll get to them. Although, I suppose, if you heard a stealth fighter jet going down, that might make you say, huh? What was that sound? That F-35 stealth fighter jet, the Marines lost it, the pilot ejected, the plane kept going, they couldn't find out where it was because it had a bunch of technology baked into it that would make it untraceable. And generally, if a pilot ejected, the plane would be going down too, so I suppose there wasn't a, you know, how do we track the jet if the pilot leaves it and it's still flying straight? Well, it has since been found in South Carolina. It's a miracle nobody was hurt. It was found in a debris field. Um, but here is, here's a gentleman who, uh, his name is Randolph White, and he heard the jet as it went down. He did an interview with WBTWTV in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and this is the kind of interview that you do, and then you call your, your uh, news director and say, we got a good one. I need to lead the 5 o'clock. <laughs> Here is Randolph White telling you what it sounded like. Ooh, one moment, please. Stand by, sorry. Yep. Yep, stand by. And this is we're... one of those things where I think of the, uh, it's not quite the um, hide your wife, hide your kids. Right, right, Not right. quite that, but it still has a, a real entertaining value to it because he leaned into bringing this sound that he heard to life. I was in the, uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching, <laughs> between a screech and a whistle. What the world is this? And I heard a boom in my whole house, you did a meteorite come out of space or something? And I said, well, if the airplane it needed to be reported, but the thing was flying just too low. Choppers keep flying around. I said, well, somebody must, somebody must have robbed the bank or whatever. <laughs> just through the grace of God, nobody didn't get hurt. Anything man-made can malfunction. But it needs to be investigated, and the public needs to know what really happened. It could have been a major disaster. <laughs> okay, first of all, but, I'm so glad he said taking a shave. Me too. When I listened to this morning, I was like, I want to be able to play this. To, oh, oh, wait. Taking a shave. A shave, yes. He's getting ready for the day's events. Oh, my God. Hey, honey, so I got to go uh, take a huge shave. <sighs> okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, so I've not heard that expression oh before. Gosh, that's amazing. But uh, let's just hear one more time his commitment to the sound. Because he could have, he said it was between, <laughs> uh, between a screech and a whistle, and he could have left it there to our imagination. But he channeled his inner Howard Dean and said, I will bring <laughs> this to life. Whistle. <laughs> I mean, he held that. He held that note for a while. Wait. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There you go. That Patty! is Randolph White. Patty! Patty! Oh, oh, mercy, that that's fun. Anyway, uh, love uh, that shout guy. out to him. I would have, you know, if I had to guess where he was from, I think I would have said Louisiana. There were different sorts of, uh, you know, dialects that it almost yes. felt like you were, you were hearing in the middle yeah. of it. Oh, that was great. But the scream was heavenly. That was really, really great. <laughs> so anyway, um, now I have some things that make you go, huh? Thank you for the intro. Yeah, you bet. Do you know what the most common noun in the English languages. Take a guess. It. Huh. It is not it. It's not really. I don't know if it, I don't know it, that it that's is a techni- noun. It's probably technically a, a noun. An object. I still don't know article. what an adverb is. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's an adverb. A person, place, or thing is a noun. Right. And an adverb usually ends in L-Y, I believe. L-Y. Nicely. Oh, okay. Evenly. Bigly. All right. I get it now. <laughs> Uh, the most common noun in the English language is a four-letter word, and it starts with the letter T. Starts with a T. Starts with a T. That. That. It or is not that. You're sticking with a lot that. of those kind of things. All right, all right. It's the most common noun in the English language is the word time. Huh. Runners up. Thank you for asking. Our person, year, Way and day. Those are the five most common nouns that we use in the English language. Time, person, year, way, day. Time is curious. What time is it? Hey, it's time to go. It's about time. Okay. Those are three different examples of how you could use it. Thank you for having those on the ready. On the spot, Donna. That is an education at work right there. How about this? There were Olympic medals for architecture from 1912 until 1948. We take you now live to the drafting session. What, are people just using graph paper and showing how a building could get built? There are people on this planet, possibly still alive, who have an Olympic gold medal. What's that for? Architecture. Huh. I architected better than the other guys. Didn't even use an eraser. You can't. That's immediate dismissal. Mm, yeah. That's amazing. I wonder if it kind of started that way and then morphed more into sports. Morph. I think later. it started with a lot of sport things. The Olympics are weird, though. The things that are Olympic sports and things that are allowed to be, things that have not been inducted into it. It's a weird little... The Olympics has a cult vibe. Let's just be honest. There's like a secret society... Of this is okay. Yeah, like we're going to ski and then shoot guns. Yeah. But, you know, bowling, not a real sport. Hey, 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 hey! I'm just saying (laughs) if I were speaking as the Olympic committee who was like, (laughs) I think bowling should be a part of the Olympics. Love watching bowling. So good. There was also competitions for orchestra, for music. Currently? Really? No, no, back, back in the, in the day. day. Okay. Orchestra. Orchestra. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. In 1948, a person named Zgorzowski, <laughs> oh, love their work, from Poland, <laughs> won the gold medal 
in composition for orchestra. Oh, wow. Okay, that's kind of fun. Are the Olympics this year? No, uh, next no. year because the tryouts are here. Simon, yes. Um, Simone Biles, by the way, has made history again. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Potatoes were illegal in France from 1748 to 1772. The government thought they were poisonous. Oh, God, could you imagine? That would be disastrous. All right. Thank we'll you. take a break. All right. I'll we'll dance. be back with sort of entertainment stuff. Guys, I got my first 3D body scan at Profile Plan yesterday. I lost eight and a half inches from my whole body in just a few weeks, 6.4 inches from my torso alone. I have been doing the Profile Nutrition Plan because, well, you know, I found out it was designed by doctors along with nutritionists and researchers. And so it's based on science. I'll tell you what, you can come out tonight to the Minnetonka Profile location and try the 3D body scan yourself. I'm going to be there from six to seven it's going to be an open house with my coach rachel there's going to be other coaches there plus you can sample some profile bars and shakes you can register for fabulous prizes i know there's going to be a chiropractor on hand and you could find a uh find out about a really great deal that's going on right now it's six weeks of nutrition coaching and a custom meal plan for 30 percent off this is a fantastic program offering real health support and advice from certified coaches coaches either virtually or in person come see me tonight minnetonka location find more at profileplan.com slash twin cities good morning welcome back donna and steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment hey, donna. hey steve what a beautiful day huh it's a pretty day out there it was hot day yesterday though wasn't it, it got up to 86 i didn't go out i mean uh, i was out but i was in my car and i was looking for pickleball shoes so i was in the mall Thanks. Oh, my gosh. Let me quickly, before we do anything else, huh. uh, let me give a quick shout-out. Okay. May I? Of course. What is this, a birthday shout-out? Call now for your shout-outs. Don't call us. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout-out to Ben Rafferty and his family. So, Ben, my, my nephew, Trey, he reached out and said the other day, hey, um, I got a friend who I play football with, and he and his family listen to you and Donna every morning. Oh, fun. And so he did the, like, the nephew thing. Hey, you want to give him a shout-out? So first of all, shout-out to Chaska's football program. What, what? Football? What's the mascot? Hawks. Oh, Oh, cool. Ah! Just like that guy (laughs) gave the sound effect earlier. (laughs) Uh, Shout-out to Ben Rafferty and his family for listening to the Don and Steve show. We love that. Thank you. Uh, All right, I got a little news. Dancing with the Stars is going to be starting up here before you know it. And they have decided to... Change the name of the mirror ball trophy. I think this is positive because if I understand it correctly, that's one of the most on the nose descriptions of a trophy. <laughs> it's a ball. There's a ball at the top, right? And it's mirrored pieces. So it, right. it's like a mirror. It will now be called the Len Goodman mirror oh. ball trophy. That's very nice. Isn't that so sweet? The late sweet? Len Goodman, yes. So kind of like the Vince Lombardi trophy is, you know, lifted at the Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to do. They wanted to make Len Goodman, a uh, you know, a permanent part of the show to That's always beautiful. remind That's people great. to, you know, the importance he had uh, to Dancing with the Stars and how much he meant to everybody. Oh, I'm getting choked up. What is happening? 
Anyway, the season premiere, season 32, uh, is set to uh, air on September 26th. And I guess there's going to be a really moving moment. Hmm. That's so sweet. He passed away, by the way, in, was it April this year? No, it couldn't have been that. I feel like this was, didn't he pass in like June? April 22nd. Really? After privately battling bone cancer at the age of 78. Wow. Oh my gosh, he was so good. Yeah. So good on the show. Like he was the ultimate professional, I thought. He was like uh, their version of Simon Cowell, but much more dialed down, not mean-spirited like Simon was, particularly in his early days on American Idol. But, you know, there was that time of reality shows early on where it was like your panel's not complete without someone from the U.K. who can deliver good critiques with an accent, with a lot of conviction, and with a lot of know-how as well. And so, yeah, Len Goodman was... I was. I never really followed Dancing with the Stars. That was never my jam. Yeah, it's kind. Of, you, we were both kind of like dabblers. But they were part of the zeitgeist. Whether you watched Dancing with the Stars or not, you 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 knew who was on the show. Yes. You knew who would win the show, and you knew those judges. So that's uh, a really sweet thing for them to do. And I think his critique and opinion is probably what people were value. You know, contestants valued the most. Right. Because he came across as like he you could tell he loved dance and he knew the ins and outs, you know, the 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 importance of perfecting a move when possible. It kind of reminds me of Nigel Lithgow from um, So You Think You Can Dance. That was the dance show that we watched and really loved. And Nigel who was a you know a, a producer of a few different television shows, big competition shows, American Idol as well. I was amazed when he started speaking. He was so eloquent, and gosh darn it, he really knew his dance and yeah. was giving really, again, sharp criticism. Here we go, another guy from the U.K., Nigel Lithgow, Len Goodman, Simon Cowell, um, all really great in their own very different ways. Yep. Uh, September 26th, once again, Dancing with the Stars. And Donna's going to fake watch it again. All right. I start off usually like, I got to watch the first episode and see what everyone's starting point is. And then I just peter out as... (laughs) Listen, I've already committed to The Golden Bachelor. That's true. I will watch that. I don't know when it starts. I hope I won't be on vacation. Uh, I think it might start next week. Oh, shoot. Well, that's a problem. I'm going to have to record it. September 28th. Okay, okay. Next Thursday. Maybe I'll watch it from my hotel room. (laughs) Oh. Do they have color TV? (laughs) (laughs) Up in the air at this point. Wow. Up in the air. Is this your Florida trip that's coming up next week? Yes. The manatee thing? Donna's going to watch manatees? Oh, oh, and be aware, Donna. Oh, no. Are you going to scare me? No. Okay. I just want to let you know that if you were going to see the manatees... Yes. That if you see a group of manatees and it looks like they're in a fight, they're mating, they're actually orgy. doing it and having an orgy. And the sheriff's departments in Florida want you to know, don't call them about it. Okay. They're just having sex. Okay. okay. Good to yeah, know. Good to know. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that happens. Don't look too close. <laughs> Although, I don't know if it's a bunch of manatees. I don't know if you could, what's heads, what's tails, 
you know. It also doesn't move very fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know. Sea cows. At least, you know. <laughs> you at know. least you know what, Donna. Just that, you know, the lady manatee is going to get, you know, the time due. The time Her. she needs. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. These freaking creatures are adorbs. I mean, that is a cute animal. It's like a hippopotamus. Potamus. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus are scary, Donna. They're yeah. really cute, though. All right, I'm looking at manatees now. Manatees that is a look cute like creature. That is a cute. It's a sea cow. I'll tell you what a manatee looks like. If a walrus was like, you know what? Okay. Forget it. I'm in a shave. I'm sick of this mustache. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like if Wilford Brimley shaved that sort of a prominent mustache or Sam Elliott and then what their upper lip would look like without the mustache. That's what these manatees look like. Mm-hmm. Post-Movember. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, wow, he's got weird lips. I remember the first time my Uncle Craig shaved his mustache. I thought, son of a God. Oh, my God. Look at this. It's apparently been under there the whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah, they are. Um, the face. I mean, the face is so cute. They are morbidly obese they're and they only have like a tooth so you don't have to worry about them biting you oh my gosh the 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 upper lip situation of these guys is really crazy like that is a that's all its upper lip just huge it's like a foot long (laughs) You just want to slap it. Oh, I just want to pinch oh. their cheeks. They're so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, a nice slap. Well, I hope you get to see some. I do, too. I do, because it's, it's getting a little late in the season. But we're going to do... Okay, this is terrifying for me, because we all know Dawn McLean is afraid of things in the water. Yes. I'm right behind her on that. Okay. But I have agreed and have already paid for a manatee tour <gasps> with... See-through, like, glass, um, what do you call it, kayaks? Oh, that's fun. So. And terrifying. And terrifying. So, Donna. Yeah. What if you see, like, a like a whale? See, now, I don't, I don't and think. And it comes I... up near the base of the boat. You feel it in your bones. Wow. I'm asking what if I'm trying to prepare I, I you. I don't think that will happen in, in the springs where we are oh hey david attenborough everybody (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh anyway i'm gonna be watching uh i'll try to watch uh golden bachelor from my trip i'm out of time to tell you my (laughs) joy that's how that started yeah was donna's gonna be in a hotel with a television flat screen presumably you know what i'm gonna do from now on every Hmm. time we go way off course Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go back to the story of origin this is what the comedian Gary Goldman does that I love so much. Oh, it kind of is. You're right. He, you're like, oh, we lost him. He'll never come back. And then he comes back with precision to the exact part of the story where he left off about nine minutes ago. It's very funny. It's kind of irritating, actually. Um, this Joy Behar thing is kind of fun. But let's save it for the next segment. 
Do you want to do it next segment? I don't know. Do you? Why don't we not do it next segment? Okay. But here's the question that we have that we would like you to you to uh, email us yeah, and tell sure. us. We'll get to this in the 10 o'clock hour. Love it. Uh, we've asked this version of the uh, a question before. What is something that you learned later in life? Maybe you were kind of embarrassed to realize, like, holy crap, I'm 55 and I just learned this. Yes. What is something that dawned on you later than it did for most? Email us, Don and Steve Show at MyTalk1071. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'll give you an example, and mm-hmm. I brought this up before. I didn't realize all the female versions of male names that existed. Like, I never thought of Josephine as a derivative of Joseph Hmm. or Roberta Robert. Like, it's right there. It's the most obvious thing on the planet. And I'm like, oh, I get it. So if you have something that dawned on you a little (laughs) bit later, email us. And we'll tell you what dawned on Joy Behar which is kind of hard to believe. Uh, We'll get to that in the 10 o'clock hour. When we come back, we'll do see things. We will then say things. There was a woman who got stuck in a toilet. As one does. (laughs) Wait until... I have questions about this. Wait until you find out why she got stuck in the toilet. That one we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys. It's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm. I've learned a lot about personal injury from my buddy, Mike Bryant, from Bradshaw and Bryant. And one thing that I have found out for sure is that if you are injured in an accident, you definitely need someone on your side fighting for your rights. Don't sign anything until you talk to an experienced personal injury lawyer. Mike Bryant can review your damages and he can see how much your case is worth. Uh, Recoverable damages include things like medical bills, lost income, pain and suffering, emotional distress. And by identifying the damages and calculating their value, that is the first step to knowing how much your case is worth. Mike and his team have the tools to determine this value and they can fight for what you really deserve. Get a consultation. It's free. It can provide provide you with um, a lot of insight, like I said. Bradshaw and Bryant has a, a history of success in personal injury law. You can find them today very easily by going to minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and where we believe if you see something, you should probably say something, which is what we're going to do. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Tonight. Well, there was a woman who got stuck in a toilet. And I have, I'm sort of confused. And even after I looked at a couple of pictures this morning, I remain a little confused. Here's how the story goes. There was a woman in Michigan... And she was in an outhouse on Tuesday morning. Okay. She dropped her Apple Watch uh-huh. into the toilet. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a bummer. But here's what happens next. 
The woman decided to try to retrieve the watch mm. by, and the police report says, or the press release from the police department says, by lowering herself inside the toilet. Oh. It was big enough that she fit down inside. Okay. But There's a then, giant hole. Okay. I guess. But then she got stuck. Mm. She yelled for help. I'd like everybody to take a moment and imagine the panic mm. that you would experience realizing you are stuck inside of a toilet. Mm. She yells for help. Somebody called the police. The popo, the poo-poo, as it were. First responders showed up and found her in the muck, is how it was described. Mm, not good. So they removed the toilet top itself, and then they used a, <laughs> what a what a humiliating moment for this woman. They used a strap to hoist her hoist out of the crap and to safety. She did, by the way, get her watch back. The police had to issue a public reminder saying, if you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside of the containment area. Serious injury may occur. Uh, the woman was not hurt. The pictures that I see, though, and then I started looking up other outhouses, it doesn't look... So is an outhouse essentially just a hole? Because this, I'm looking at a toilet, and I see a strap that is tied to a handicap assist rail above the toilet, toilet lid and everything. It kind of looks like the size of a normal toilet. Did she lower her top part of her body, I guess, down into the toilet, tried reaching, and then got stuck? It, picture someone trying to get down a chimney. That's how I would picture okay. it. You know, and it's kind of sort of like a porta potty. Yes. But I think it goes deeper. I think it's a. Yeah. Kind of like a like a like hole, a, not quite into, like a well, but pretty far down. I okay, so think. she must have gotten her head stuck down there. I because do not if you're want reaching to, to get the watch, and then you're probably right around your shoulders, it gets jammed. The panic you would feel there, because you know, for at least a moment, she thought, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to die here. I'm stuck here, and I'm going to die trying to get an Apple Watch out of an." actual asshole right that's a bummer yeah that's a strange move on her part anyway the new apple watches come out tomorrow how about you just get your watch insured (laughs) just insure it buy the insurance okay thanks donna hippopotamus so that's what you said you said hippopotamus i want a hippopotamus you sound a little like a five-year-old. I think it's hippopotamus, not hippopotamus. The look on Holly's face is everything right now. She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? What are we talking well, about? Well, that's because during the last segment, <laughs> yes. she said they kind of look like a hippopotamus, and I quickly said hippopotamus. Quickly correcting her. Donna then stewed on that for the last 13 minutes and then decided <laughs> to bring it up right now. Yeah. Steve, you get me. <laughs> Unfortunately. I know. Same. It's something you would do. Hippopotamus. It's like, you sound like a kid in the sa- same way that when I used to say open uh-huh. instead of open the door, I would say open. Right. Open? And you were like, 
said I sounded like a little kid, like, oh, can you open that, Mom? Yeah, he'd always say open. And when he says thanks, he goes, thanks. I say thanks. I say the, the, like they. Thank you. Instead of thanks. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) It's the Grammar Police. (laughs) Use proper grammar, please. This segment brought to you by the Grammar Police. Thank you. Hey, guys, MSP Great Airport has just been dethroned from its usual number one spot. Oh, no. Uh, You know, atop like U.S. airport rankings. Detroit. What? Detroit. Metropolitan Wayne County Airport has taken over. This has to do with like uh, customer satisfaction. Um, Let's see. Um, Crowding in the terminal. For airports with more than 33 million annual passengers. So they have a score of 800. We did play second at 796. And Harry Reid International in Nevada ranked third. Really? Hmm. That's interesting. Hmm. That's not a very big airport, is it? No. That's interesting. I suppose because they have slot machines, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's very entertaining. That is true. Yeah. Okay. You don't mind when your flight is delayed when you hear like, no, 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 in the background. Now, apparently those slots get kind of loose there, too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That's the gateway that keeps you coming back. If you play it on your way out, you're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, you know what? I lost $1,000 at MGM, but I made 800 at B32. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think oftentimes people have leftover chips. I have a friend who came home with a bunch of chips, and she was like, what an idiot. I didn't even cash these in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. now, I mean, what do you do? She got Vegas money next time she goes. Yeah. It's like a savings account. I like that. It's like when you come home with extra pesos from Mexico. Thank you. Oh, we have a global traveler in our midst, everybody. <laughs> Honestly, the humble bragging you've been doing these last I know, few days. It's ridiculous. Hey, um, can I say something unpopular about the Minneapolis uh, St. Paul Airport? I wish you wouldn't. It's a great airport. I love that airport. Yeah, I think it's one of the best that I've ever been in, ever. It's a great airport. And I really enjoy it. And there's a lot of positive there. You walk down that main corridor and you're like, look at these options. We're doing a little shopping. Um, it's, it's great. It's pretty. It's artful. But there's still one part of the terminal that needs the facelift. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, like you can C? go down there. Terminal C? Trying to remember which it is. It when ain't you G. fly to New York? It's not a. No, G is nice. I, when I go to New York, that's that's nice. It's oh, like down I fly at the. out of C. I don't think I do C. I think I do G. Maybe that's L.A. And then I don't you know. fly into B. <laughs> Point anyway, is, there are on. new parts of the terminal where the new bathrooms are and the gates are really nice and everything's updated. But there is still like a classic part of the terminal as well that feels more crowded. The ceiling just feels a little lower, feels a little darker, hmm. not as great of a vibe. And so I hope that that gets updated as well. I'm sure they have a plan for it. But once that is fully finished, then we might we might be tough to dethrone. Yeah, for sure. You know, you had said that Newark is a nice airport. Yeah. It has not become nice until mm, very recently. It was a dump. I would get off and I'd be like, I think there are cockroaches in this bathroom. Ooh. I mean, it was like nasty. Really? Thank you. Yeah, but I think 
you know, little by little, they're making it better. And I'm sure that's, you know, they just didn't get to everything. Yeah, yeah they put the cockroaches in tuxedos now when they <laughs> greet you right. in right. the bathroom. That's right. You they like offer a you a mint. <laughs> <laughs> a wet I love it. Oh, uh, I think it's JFK that they just redid. Not LaGuardia. I think JFK just went... One of those New York airports. Yeah, that sure. got a big facelift. JFK, yeah, it looks really nice now. Lovely. Really, like, surprising. All right, bye, Holly. Okay. See you, Holly. Good talk. All right. All right we've got uh, Zamboni coming in next. We've got a dirt alert coming your way. And then music news on Don and Steve.